Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. with yellow jackets in this time of year i mean they become highly aggressive they attack it's like they're on a they're on a mission they know they're gonna die and it's like they just go for it they're like I'm full gonna on sting. kamikaze <laughs> it is it's, i'm gonna sting everything in sight and take you with me pal <laughs> exactly exactly they are just aggressive as hell right now and that's why i spend the entire summer for these next few weeks it's around the house when it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk everything from home improvement, healthy homes, everything inside your freaking house every single week. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. We're going to have a good time today, aren't we, Caroline? We always have a good time. Heck yeah, we do. This is always fun. We had fun last week, and we wanted to continue this conversation. But first, we have a giveaway. Another giveaway. We're giving you guys prizes. Like, tune in, win something. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah. We're giving you free stuff. Free stuff. Who doesn't like free stuff? Free stuff. So, (laughs) we're making this easy, because, you know, we talked about last week, but I made it really hard the week before with... Caroline's, you know, favorite movie person, and you know, ah, have Tom Cruise, <laughs> Tom Cruise, my baby. My so baby. this week we're just going to make it simple. And last week you just need to fill out the form on AroundTheHouseOnline.com to win this super cool Panasonic vent fan that's going to go inside your house. And uh, why not get a good fart fan for everything, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't do my sound effect for the bathroom, please. Spare me. Why not? Really? Oh, God. He's going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll never live that fan down. fan is good. You'll never yeah. live that down. <laughs> well, make sure you do that around the house online.com and you can win. Enter to win because we want to give that away to somebody. Fan. You're going to win this amazing quiet fan, which I don't know. Do we want a quiet fan? We haven't. We're gonna I talk. do. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, we Let's talk about that for a minute because we talked about it last week, but I still, here's the debate. You know, I like in a master bathroom to have the quiet fan. I hate to, especially in my shower where I've got like an audio experience going on. I've got <laughs> a steam unit. I've got, you know, I can watch Netflix. I've been watching uh, when I, in my steam shower now, when I go in and steam for 20 minutes, I just turn on Netflix and watch the, my Lucifer show that I love. 
and uh, I can watch TV in there for 20 minutes while I'm taking a sure, shower. Sure, that's so what awesome. you're doing, steaming in there for 20 minutes. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. If you want to tell us, <laughs> where's your blow up? <laughs> oh, ouch. I, I get the bomb sound effect. He gets nothing. What do you get? You get the sweet roses. You should get like the little. <laughs> Or you get a cheering section for your bathroom? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. Poor Julie. Oh, she has to put up with me. It's good. It's good. So, yeah. So, anyway, I love that because, especially in my bathroom, because I've got this, that steam room. So, in my shower, it's a fully sealed unit. So, when I go in there and turn on the steam, I'm taking this. My shower is about the size of what a bathtub would be. So it's five feet by three feet by, you know, almost eight foot tall in there. And I jam that room full of, you know, 105 degree steam for 20 minutes. Yeah. And so I have to have a, a killer fan in there and so much steam comes out of it. And so I have a, a flat door in there. It's all sealed up, but over the top of the door, I have a small transom that pivots. So mm-hmm. when I'm wanting to be done with the steam shower and take, shower at the end of my shower, I can pivot that out and it lets the steam go out and it's 18 inches to my fan. So it's just right there. But there is so much moisture coming out of that. I will sometimes get droplets on the Uh fan itself, hitting the tile floor, just on the, on the frame of the fan. Cause I'm just hitting so much much moisture coming out of there. So yeah. Got to be careful with that. And that's why it's all insulated duct that I'd put in that goes out in there just to make sure that. That's key. Yeah. You got to have And it has about four feet to get out through the roof. So it doesn't have far Mm -hmm. to go. That's good. And that's one of those things that that can be a problem too is if you don't, uh, you know, don't have that insulated. If that's too hot or too cold up there, you can create other problems. Yep. Condensation. You don't want that to happen. Exactly. But I still... I still want noise in my fan. You know, I, th- I think they've got to have some kind of app where they could put something on there for me. Like I just, you know, when you're at somebody's house, you just, I don't know. I don't want anybody hearing anything going on. Even the toilet flush. It doesn't have to be. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a fart. It could be just, you know, pee, anything. I just like it to be quiet. I don't want people hearing my stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we talking about this today? <laughs> exactly. Embarrassing myself. All right. So we were talking about bats in the belfry mm. last week in hour number one, and we just ran completely out of time. So we extended this conversation a little bit in rodents over to this this show here because uh, we wanted to really touch on this because it's a little more detailed and we just, in two minutes, weren't going to hit it. No. And you were talking about bats. They are like flying rodents, basically flying mice, if you would. Yeah. And um, they are creatures of habit. So if they know that they've been in your house and I know this in depth because I had a bat problem, they come back to this odor that they kind of put out. So year after year, they'll fly back to your house and they will make their way in. And they're highly aggressive to the fact that even if you block them out, they're going to find another way in. So we went through some serious steps to make sure that all the entrances in and out of the, into the soffit vents. And then of course, into your uh, attic space were sealed. And what was interesting, I was telling Eric, so I had this, I kept seeing the bats. This was years ago. I don't know. It was probably about seven years ago. They were flying in and they weren't coming out, flying in, not coming out. That's not good. And people were saying like, oh, they're just up under the shingle. They're up in the shutter. You know, it's nothing to worry about. And I said, I don't know. I, you know, they're not. I was just really observant, not seeing them. 
come back out. So I went up in the attic and I did a real look, you know, thorough look and I saw nothing in the attic. So I'm like, well, where are these suckers going? Cause they're going in under yeah. the shingle and disappearing. That's not good. So finally I thought maybe they're up in the soffit cause we had overhangs and I was explaining mm-hmm. to Eric that the, you know, they could fly in through the side and get into the soffit. And sure enough, that's where these suckers were going. And really? so I sent my contractor up and I said, you got to remove that soffit, take off the plywood underneath the edge of the soffit. And he's like, you're crazy. He's like, they're not in there. He's like, they're just flying around. They're probably in the attic. And I'm like, I don't think so. Well, he climbs up the ladder, removes the plywood and proceeds to get covered in a wheelbarrow full of guano that pours out, which is bat. Excuse me. Can I say that? <laughs> Anyway, so this bat guano falls on top of him and he's covered in it and he's like, holy crap, you were right. And so what I found out about bats is they like they will continue to keep coming back to their same place, even if it's filled with bat poop and pee. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're really gross and they carry all this. I think it's crypto cryptosporium. It's these bacteria that they carry. And so once you get them in your house, it's not fun. And we had to make sure we got all of that sealed up and now they're back again. So now they're in a different spot, but I heard them. Last night really? The so what before. is the, uh, first off, I have something for that here. Denied. No. Yeah, they need to be denied. I, I've lit my house up with LEDs too. <laughs> I've lit the house up with LEDs because they don't like light. So if you oh, do that's notice a smart that idea. they're coming, you get a spotlight. The, de- the caveat to it is that you're up all night because LEDs are shining in your window at all costs. So you need some kind of blackout shade if you're going to do this. And I don't have blackout shades. So it's, uh, you know, I'm just seeing this light in. But that's what you do. You know, you shine a little spotlight on the house in the section that they are and they don't like it. Man, so that's that's only really the way to do it. Yeah. Or you have to get a bat company. They have a bat um, proofing. I had my contractor do it because, you know, he went up mm-hmm. and sealed around you know, the entrances at your peaks, right? That's where they get in and they can get in under there and go into the soffit. And there were openings on both sides. So I sealed that um, with caulk and then also just stripping of wood to get that all. It's a big project, but then now they're coming in somewhere around the front. Normally they're in the shutter, but I don't see them there. And I can hear them rustling around in the wall. They kind of this disturbing, like. That's not good. That's not good. Now that's where you got to be careful with that. You know, that's, and then that's such a health hazard as well. You know, and I guess, you know, I've had them around here. Like I'll notice, I love them for killing mosquitoes, right? right. I mean, that's, right. we need they're them. really good I mean, at it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we've had that uh, at my other house, which is, was a mile down the road from where I'm at here. You'd be out in the backyard, sitting out, having a glass of wine, fire pit, and you could watch them just whoo, whoo, flying overhead and they'd be eating because we're down by the river. So they'd be down there eating mosquitoes. Mosquitoes. I think they completely like are blind or something. I, you have to look this up. Well, they go sonar. They're, yeah, they, they're, they they're sonar. a sonar. Yeah. Yeah. It's really trippy. But when they're trying to get into a, like, so if you, when, when I sealed off the entrance in, they would like bang up against it and bang up against it. So when they do get pissed when you try to block them out and they keep oh, coming because yeah. they smell this, I guess they put off a volatile organic compound, like an odor that they just keep attracting back to this house. And once your house is a bad house, it's like a bad house forever. I think we, here's Bruce Wayne's take on it. That's your nocturnal. That's maybe, but even a billionaire playboy, so three o'clock is pushing it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Little Bruce uh. Wayne. <laughs> well, 
but seriously, bats, yeah, they, they're they a huge problem. And you've got now that kind of contaminated area that you had to clean up with that. So, again, yeah, that was- this is where standing outside, paying attention to what's going on. Yeah, you got to watch. If you see something flying into your house, and, and look, they told me I was crazy. They were like, there's no bats up there. And surprise, covered in guano. There we so- go. Hey, when we come back, let's talk about the wasps, hornets, because <laughs> they're going crazy out there right now. It is that late summer oh. Where they're going crazy. Let's talk about that just as soon as Around the House returns. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your home improvement source every weekend and all during the week. Hey, make sure you hit us up over on Around the House online and sign up for our contest over there because we're giving away that Panasonic vent fan. But stay tuned. Later on in the show, we have got Steve's Small Engine Saloon coming on the radio. (laughs) We have been wanting to have this cat on for a while. Yeah, this is awesome. Like, okay, so he basically will say it takes this many beers. I have to drink this many beers to do this project. So, for example, how many beers is it going to take to do this segment? For you. I'm going to say four. Four beers for this segment? Yeah. No, just kidding. Like, this segment uh, here, this is a one beer segment, but to have him on the beer. show as a guest, that's a four beer four one beer. there because we're going we're gonna to be four segments, one one beer per segment. I'm I think that's a good I'm going to be hammered pace. by the end of that segment. You're See, gonna, that's where that's going to be good radio. <laughs> I drink so not often and beer never, so it's going to be like... There we go. We're going to have a good time with that. Steve's Saloon. <laughs> Steve's Small Engine Saloon. Looking forward to this guy. What is he repairing? Like, what does he do? Like, what does Steve do? It's all small engines. So if you think about it, it's like lawnmowers, chainsaws, rototillers, all those kind of things, weed eaters, you know, all those things that have all those little small engines. So he does those repairs. So looking for, this is something that we have literally not talked about in probably over a decade and around the house. So uh, this is, this is brand new content we've never done, including like one of those like generators, you know, generators out there running and it's dying. He's got all these different videos and the dude is right. He's a British. Yeah. Yeah. He's close to me. He's Vancouver, BC ish area. So looking forward to that. So he's a Northwest guy. So we can team up on the East coast girl. Oh my gosh. Hey, (laughs) well, I want to talk about wasps and hornets because right now, if you've ever out at a concert or amusement park and you're going to throw something away in that trash can, (laughs) when you do it, it seems like you're throwing a hand grenade when you do it, because it's like, you pull the pin, you've got your soda or your beer can, and you're going to throw it in there, and it's like you throw Attack. it and run. It's like you're throwing a grenade into the battlefield because you're throwing it and just getting out of the way because you know there's going to be a dozen yellow hornets jackets. and wasps and yellow jackets flying around. What's there. with yellow jackets in this time of year? I mean, they become highly aggressive. They attack. It's like they're on a they're on a mission. They know they're going to die, and it's like they just go for it. They're like it's full on kamikaze. It's, it is. It's I'm going to sting everything in sight and take you with me, pal. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They are just aggressive as hell right now, and that's why I spend the entire summer for these next few weeks. Because I am, I've got my Y trap out there, which I told you about, you oh, know, a few episodes about ago. Tra- 
Yeah, we need to tell them, remind people about Y-Trap and how this works because this is the perfect time of year. How do you get these guys away from the garbage can? Because they're just, they're going gangbusters for any kind of food, sweet, whatever. So I have had the best luck. This is made by a company called Rescue, which is one of the big companies out there. Home improvement stores, everything else have them. But this is a wasp, hornet, and yellow jacket trap. So it's a trap. So you're not using chemicals. You're not going after the bees, you know, the honeybees. You're just going after this. But it captures 19 different species hmm. of wasps, hornets, and yellow jackets. And so it works really well. And like, I, I have one right outside the studio here at my place, outside the garage here. And there's probably 30, 30 or so plus yellow jackets dead in the thing right now. So I took out I a small nest. I scammed by Amazon. You told me what to order. I went yep. on, I looked at the photo. It said, why? I ordered it and they sent me a knockoff product. Mm, hate that. What is that? I hammer on those guys with that. Yeah, so I didn't get the why, so I got to go back in and order. I got some toxic chemical thing, and I was like, what is this? Not yeah, why. and so I use it, you know, all spring, summer, into fall, and I've really controlled them really well. I mean, I felt bad. I had, last year, I wasn't doing as good a job with it, and I went, okay, I'm not doing this again. I felt bad. I had a guy, we had this product that I was given to test out, and quite frankly, the reason why I haven't talked about it is it didn't work. And they came out and installed it. And I felt bad for the installer. He got up on the roof to put the antenna up. And man, he got freaking tore up <laughs> by hornets last year. And Oops. I was like, he's like, oh, I got stung a couple times. It happens usually once a day. And I'm like, oh, man, bummer. You know, so I felt bad. And I'm like, no, we're not letting this happen again. And plus, that could have been me getting on the roof over there, too. 100%. So, I just but want it, them out of the garbage can. Like, I don't want to go, and especially at a festival or a music place or something this time of year, right? You're going, I like hot fest. We go to a hot festival for hot sauces. Yeah. Awesome. But, you know, you go up to the garbage can and they're just swarming you, right? So it'd be great to, if you put this next to the garbage can, will they be attracted to it and just yes. go away from the can? Well, so I, I put them up in usually two places in my backyard because I don't want them there where I'm barbecuing. So I wanted to kind of get them in two areas that are mostly wooded where you would see them live. And I will put them there and keep them going all year round. So I have to put a couple of the, you know, they'll last probably a month before the the water because there's multiple different ways they work. There's this, I, there's three different attractants in this thing to get all three of those because they're different. That's why this is good because some of the ones, the other traps out there, they will only work maybe on the East Coast or the South because hmm. they're only going after a certain species, which can yeah. be very local. This one here goes after 19. It's the biggest one I could find out there, and it goes after them all. But uh, I go after them all year round. And so, yeah, when when they get aggressive, I don't have them around to begin with. So that it takes That's them great. out. But I tell you what, there's a burger place that we'll drive a half hour to go to. And two years ago, it was so bad. It was end of August, early September. And I finally was like, we're going to eat inside. I wanted to sit outside and have a burger. But it was so, I mean, I had probably eight or ten of them flying around my head. No, it sucks. It really does. I, I dread this time of year and I always get stung. Like it's like yeah. I wait all summer long, nothing happens. And I'm like, here it comes. I'm going to get it. Yep. And sure here enough. Here it comes. And now we're in trouble. <laughs> all right. When we come back, let's talk air conditioners, Caroline. I'm Eric mm. G. 
I'm Caroline B. And you're listening to Around Around the the House. And you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. To around the house with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk home improvement, healthy homes, interior design, and so much more. Everything about your house every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. Hey, make sure you head over to aroundthehouseonline.com and sign up for the free fart fan giveaway with Panasonic. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're giving you one away like over that. there. Make sure you sign up. For your it's chance a ventilation to win. fan. The appropriate <laughs> term is a vent fan for your bathroom. You need it to reduce moisture, humidity, get all that steam out from the bathroom, keep it dry, and of course, get the smell out. Both. Absolutely. That's the great part about those things. And uh, as we've talked about before, I've used Panasonic for cheesh at least a decade in my projects out there. I've got I've got Panasonic in my bathroom. I've yep. got one that's the whisper, quiet as anything. You can't even tell it's on. You'll have to go back in and check it. You got it. Amazing technology by Panasonic. Good stuff. All right. Well, I wanted to talk air conditioners with you, window air conditioners with you, Caroline, because there has been here in Portland where I live, there has been such a debate right now because, you know, we lost over a hundred people with our big heat wave here in June. Um, And a lot of it was people in multifamily housing. And so as people in apartment complexes and quadplexes and, you know, eight plexes, that kind of stuff, Mm-hmm. And part of the problem is, is that, of course, some of these people that manage these units have rules you can't put a window air conditioner in because they don't <laughs> want it to look bad from the outside of the building. That's ridiculous. They want it to look good. And there's ways around that, but that's one of the problems. And then we've got new legislation they're talking about doing in Portland here where when they build new buildings, they want to make sure they put a complete heating and cooling system in. So don't lose people next time, which is another debate. But, you know, and you brought it up, there can be some serious issues with these if you don't keep an eye on them. Because window air conditioners that you see today are not the ones that you had 10 years ago. No. And they, you know, you also have a window unit or you have a wall-in unit, right? You can put it right through the wall. Sure. Um, And and some better companies make, like, if you go with a Friedrich, right, they make a much better... I've got a Friedrich actually in my basement that doesn't have conditioned space. So I use it as a heat. They have a heater and air conditioning, which I really like. Um, And those are a lot more durable. But when you start to go with the everyday, you know, window unit, they're made with styrofoam on the inside now. So if you take a look, you know, you want to take off your, you have to clean these and you want to take off the grill, look inside and you may see mold growth happening. There's a, you know, the wheel is inside that basically pushes the air through and then the Mm -hmm. styrofoam part of the vent. And that can get really moldy and nasty. And you've got to check it out because if it is, it can make you really sick and start having asthma and allergies. Uh, and they're prone to mold growth in there. They're more throwaway. We were talking about that, right? 
They're not yeah. like the traditional, oh, you can hold it for 10 years. Well, one of the big problems that I see with them is that one, they don't do a very good job of filtering air. They have that almost just really <laughs> funky <basketball>. filter <laughs> in there that yeah. kind of meant to, you know, it's like a, a weird my, nylon mesh, right? That yeah. goes in there. It'll catch a bug. Like a it'll catch bug. a bug. It'll catch some dog hair, but it does get plugged up. So one, make sure that you're cleaning that every month. Mm -hmm. Make sure and you then, get that cleaned out. But inside that grill, so where your fans are, where, you know, the air actually blows out. If you look inside, it's all styrofoam in there now. And I guess they used to use plastic. I don't know. You can clean it. I use hydrogen peroxide and I spray it in there mm -hmm. and look and see if, you know, you can kind of get a Q-tip down in the fan, the fins and clean it and it gets black and moldy. Um, and if your environment has mold in it, it's going to be more prone to it for sure. Well, yeah, that makes sense because all of a sudden you're taking mold spores, dragging them in. Mm -hmm. From And keep in mind, that also can be happening from outside. You could have a non-molding environment inside. But outside, if you've got a, you know, if you're by a swamp or a river delta area or something like that, a lot of those depend on outside air Yeah, as well. So well, you got to be careful. They have that vent where you can push it open or close it, you know, the little area. But most, mostly I've seen with my clients that it's an inside issue, right? You're recirculating mm -hmm. that air through. It's got a great, you know, cold condenses in there. You've got a lot of water and it just starts to form mold. So, you know, take a look in there. If it starts to get really bad and you can't clean it, try some hydrogen peroxide. It needs to go because you're going to end up making yourself sick and giving yourself allergies and other things. Now, one of the things I want you to keep an eye on, too, if you've got one of these, make sure that you've got it installed level in the window mm. opening. Because I've seen ones where maybe, a, you know, a kid comes up and leans on it and pulls it forward a little bit. So it's leaning forward. That metal pan on the bottom of those traditionally grabs the condensate water and it drains out the back hold of the unit and lands on the ground outside. Correct. Now, if you don't have that thing level it can be dropping out three or four inches in the unit and be dropping out into the carpet in front of you. And you've got all of a sudden carpet or it's dropping down on the, on the drywall or the finished wall on the inside. You can have a heck of a mold mess there because you didn't have the unit installed. And all of a sudden you've got water damage inside. And if you're a renter, it's even worse because now you've done damage with a piece that you installed inside your unit. And you're going to kind of be responsible for that. And that's the same with these in-wall units, right? So a lot of buildings have them where they're installed through the wall and you've got your heating and air conditioning with the unit and you need to check it like every once in a while, you know, I'd say about five years, probably maybe seven, you've got to pull mm -hmm. that out and just make sure the box is still intact, you know, cause you've got a sleeve that, it, that it goes into, got to yep. take that out of the sleeve. You can actually pull these out, do it with somebody else, pull it out, vacuum out inside the sleeve, make sure all the stuff leaves, debris gets in there. That's really important. Yeah. And the, one of the things too, there's, you know, you have your traditional window ones and the ones that look a little better that sometimes you can get away with in multifamily housing. And I've had these in my house over the years. They're the portable ones where you have that, that tube. So they're almost the size of a suitcase. They go into your, like one of the roll around suitcases, mm -hmm. they go inside your house or apartment or whatever. And then they have that tube that goes out to the window, but the window. How do they work? You know, I've really never, I've seen them a million times. I just don't know how they work. Do they actually cool things effectively? Yeah. They, I actually like them better than the window ones because they tend to leak a little bit less around the window when hmm. you've got that big and you can, you do a lot less damage when you install it because many times when you install a window unit, 
you have to put that bracket and stuff down on the back to support them. They're just yeah. not going to support themselves up there very easily. So you either have to, to drill and screw some stuff in to help support that air conditioner. What I like about these is now you're only taking maybe four to six inches of window space. So if you've got a slider or a single hung window, you can still actually use that as window. You could see at it. It's not yeah, taking it's not that whole space up. out, not all blocked up. And from the outside, it doesn't look like you got this big, huge box in the window. All you see is this kind of piece with an opening in it. So it looks much more attractive. What I like about it is, is that when you put it in a, in a space, you could put that in there and you can twist that unit because you've got what, probably eight or 10 feet of hose there. Mm. So you can direct that unit into the space. So if you're in a window at the end of a room, you can turn that in. So it's going the other direction of blowing air. So you've got a, a better way to control it. That's great. Now, the thing you have to be careful with these though, is that there's two different kinds that I see out there and I've had both of them. There's one that gives you balanced air. So what happens is if you think about it, if that fan is blowing 150 CFM, well, that's blowing 150 CFM cubic feet per minute outside. So you think about it, it's like a dryer. Mm-hmm. You can create negative space inside, but there are new ones out there and I've had them before where they have two tubes. So it's bringing in the air that's going through mm. from the outside and replacing it outside. So you're not creating that negative airspace. Like an ERV. You made an ERV. Yeah. And so that works good, but that just means you have to watch though, because you're grabbing in dirty air outside. That means you have two filters to watch for, not uh, just the one versus the one. So you got to yeah. watch out for that. No, you definitely but, have to maintain these window units and check them out. Like you, they're just not like, oh, I'm going to put it in every year, take it out. You need to check and make sure that they're working properly. Also, I find with the newer ones with the drain, you sometimes have to put a hole, a secondary, you know, you take just a, you know, a drill and just drill another hole underneath for drainage. Because mm-hmm. sometimes if they're just not sitting in the window properly, you'll get a lot of accumulation of water and rust out the unit. So yep. just putting an extra hole in there, you can easily do that will help you know, drain it better. Yeah. So these other ones, what they do um, with the ones that are more, cause there's no drain, right? You don't have a right. drain in these you do, but you kind of have to drain them out. But what they do, and this is kind of interesting. So they have a couple air paths, you know, so you've got the hot air that's exhausting what they do on the ones that are inside with the portable units, not the window air conditioning, but these are the ones that are portable that look like the suitcase those units, they actually blow the hot exhaust air over the condensate pan. Mm. So you're taking hot air and you're, and you're blowing that humidity back out. So it means that you're not going to be dripping the water in there. If you've got humid air inside and outside, you could fill that pan up in there. So then you have to take and roll that over maybe off a deck or, or roll that thing outside and pull the plug and drain all the water out of it. Um, and you got to be careful of that in super high humidity areas, it might be so humid that it can't keep up, can't keep up. that it can't, yeah. it can't push that back out. So it's something to think about. All right. When we come back, let's wrap up our thoughts about window air conditioners. And I got a couple stories to tell as well. We'll do that just as soon as around the house returns. Today's indoor air quality tip is brought to you by Pyramid Heating and Cooling and PyramidHeating.com. Gas and electric cooktops and ranges can add more indoor air pollution to your home than any other item. Your range hood needs to be correctly vented all the way outside of your home. 
Make sure that it's not vented just into the attic, as that can create more mold and pollution issues. You know, those recirculating hoods do not do a great job removing those pollutants and moisture from the air. You got to have that air vented outside. When you're cooking, make sure you're actually using that hood to get all that bad air outside of your kitchen and not moving around. If you have a larger hood over 400 CFM, make sure you hook up makeup air to replace that air. Because if you think about it, 400 CFM is like 400 basketballs per minute of air. An open window can help you, but there's nothing more efficient that can help you than a great functioning range hood. To thrive in the great indoors, visit pyramidheating.com, Oregon CCB 59382. That's pyramidheating.com. back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, and she's almost hey. got me laughing where I can't even talk about the show. <laughs> We're always laughing here. We hope to, to bring you guys some humor because we like to laugh, Eric and I. Yeah, we want to be your home improvement escape yes. around the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been talking about a bunch of different stuff today. We just kind of wrapped up our thoughts about uh, air conditioning here and uh, window air conditioners. Just make sure you get them all cleaned out and drained out before mm-hmm. you put them away. Caroline brought up yep. something off offline here with that. And uh, when you go to put those things away for the fall, whenever your climate changes make sure they're over drained. That, you got to, you, yeah. I put them up. I, I've got, you know, my horses. So I put one up on the horse and I tip it from side to side and drain it. And I also take, um, you could take, Maybe Greenworks would be great. You know, blow out all the leaves because there gets all this debris in there. I actually clean it. I turn it on its side. I spray the hose down in there and clean all that gunk out because you got so much stuff in there. So do some maintenance. Clean it up before you put it away. That way, next year, you'll be good to go and you got a better chance of it working correctly. If that thing is all jammed up full of water and stuff and you park it for six months, guess what? It could be rusted out the next time and it's time to buy a new one. And Mold City. So take care of it. Clean it. You got it. Well, hey, I wanted to make a big announcement to you guys out there. Mm. Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B just signed a whole new syndication deal. So we are going to be getting bigger and expanding that radio family out there. Yeah, that's exciting. We're coming to more of you. Exactly. And so, of course, we have the podcast out there. But for all you on the radio, this is going to be more people grabbing on the radio But here's one caveat that I want to make sure everybody pays attention to. Whenever we change in radio or or do something a little bit different, there's always a chance that a station will move our time slot or we'll go on a different Mm -hmm. channel across there. So if you're listening to us on the radio right now and and in a couple of weeks here, you notice that you can't find us, send us a message over to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. We'll try to make sure that we get you steered in the right direction. We don't anticipate any changes, but in case something does happen during these little bit of season of change we want to make sure that we get you pointed to the right station so you can catch us every single week on the radio and also tell them about the podcast i mean if you have to catch us on the podcast i mean we're on what 33 networks now 33 different podcast listening ways of catching us out there that's a lot that means free right i mean yeah i mean you can catch us most of these things are free so you know, we, we're on just about love, any place you catch podcasts. I love Spotify. So, you know, I've got us all tuned in on Spotify, which is great. They can yeah. listen to us on the website, which is, you know, yep, easy that's an easy one around the house online.com where you can sign up for a giveaway there as well. And uh, as well as just anywhere, if you're an Apple user, you can catch us on the Apple podcasts. If you're, um, you know, not an Apple user, you can catch us over there on the Google podcasts. 
and we're everywhere. Oh everywhere. man, you know, you I mean, we're us. in, we, and I want to say a sincere thank you to all of our listeners in India because they catch us on those two major podcast platforms over there as well. So we have people all around the world listening to us and wanting to know what's home improvement advice in North America. And we want to say thank you to every single one of them. Thanks guys. We always appreciate you. And please email us. I like to get emails. I want to know what you're doing. If you have questions for Eric and I, we have some good ideas coming up in the future. We're going to be able to maybe have some of you on as guests. You can come Absolutely. On. We've got a whole program will be coming up and we're not going to let that cat out of the bag until we Mm-mm. fully announce it, but that's going to be coming up here shortly. So make sure that uh, you pay attention to that and follow us on social media. We're all over social media out there. You can catch us out there as well as our closed group on Facebook. So we have around the house nation, which is our closed group over there. So that is our, our listeners that want to share up projects they're working on, and you can ask see questions. Yeah. yeah love ask a question. I mean, we, we had have the mold. S- Eric, you had the, the woman who came on and asked about mold in her house. And I said, listen, it may not happen for everybody, but we jump on and Eric and I jumped on to help her interpret her mold results and find out what's going on in her house. So we're happy to do that. So reach out to us. Yeah, we're here to help you. And uh, we'll even have some new ways coming up for you to interact with us. Mm. And so that's going to be coming up as well as we're a uh, little secret here as well. We're working on building out our studios right now. So you're going to be able to down the road, be able to watch us do this on video and maybe even be able to answer, you know, ask questions in the middle of it while we're talking. So we've got a, a cool new way. Think of it as like a, a zoom meeting of the, uh, you know, of the, of the show that you'll be able to sit in and ask questions on. So, uh, coming soon. Secret door. You're going to see like what we're doing behind the scenes and you'll be able to, observe us and comment and it's going to be great. Well, that way, when I hold up a picture of a squirrel or something that's been breaking into somebody's house, you'll be able to see it too. And uh, we'll be able to create some new content there for you as well. So we've got a lot of sighting stuff coming up uh, and man, I've got my house painting project I'm working on now trying to get that. I'm kind of like the Rolling Stones going to paint it black. (laughs) It's a good song. Yep. See, now it's going through your head and you've uh, got some stuff you're working on too. You've got, uh, yeah, you've got I've a got project doors and you- windows going in. I've got a, I'm waiting on a slider, a French door. Oh, you're funny air. <laughs> Isn't he just well, a riot? What? Uh, you're just working on that kind of project. Windows and doors going in. You got it. You're putting some good stuff in there. What are you, what are you putting in? Yeah, we're doing some, I, I like the Anderson 400 series. I think they're yeah. great. I mean, not super high end and not super low end, right? But I think for, a, I, I really like their stuff. I think it it holds up well. Um, I've been really happy with it. So sliders, French doors going in. And then nice. yeah, we're going to eventually do a deck. I think we're going to do Applebaum, David. Oh, yeah. Recommended. David. I can't remember the name. So he's, he yeah, he's got, well, the nice thing with him and David's been working on his deck over there. So uh, he's got a class A fire rated deck, which he'll be putting on there. So that's going to yeah. be cool. We'll talk with those guys coming up. I did moisture shield on mine, which is not class A rated. But the cool thing with that is, is that I wanted to have the heat reflection on mine, mm. which that's the nice. thing that those guys are really got owned. So I wanted to have it where it was cooler out there in the sunshine to make it uh, a little more And I'm definitely going to go with his theory. So I've got a, like a blonde wood floor in my home. So yep. I'm going to kind of, 
when we go, obviously the living space and the kitchen now is going to go out to the deck. I'm going to carry that blonde tone out. So like a beige type yep. of coloring. So it just expands the house and gives us some depth and increases the square footage from a visual perspective. Yeah, I've got the gray hardwood floors in the house and I went with a gray toned yeah, decking nice. outside for the same kind of things, which makes my little tiny house look so much bigger. That's nice. Well, I'm excited here. Coming up, we got Steve's Small Engine Saloon <laughs> coming up here in the next for segment. Steve. Oh my God. I can't We have wait. been trying to set this up for a few months and we finally got it going. And this is going to be so much fun because this guy has an amazing YouTube channel. He is one of the big YouTube stars out there. And we want to put that lightning in a bottle for you guys out there. And we want to say thank you for tuning in. And we won't want to miss this one. And make sure you sign up for a giveaway too over to Around the House. Online.com for that uh, bathroom fan from Panasonic. All you have to do is register, guys. We've made it. Eric Eric didn't think you could handle it. I, I did, but he made it super simple this time. So all you have to do is register, put in your email, and you're qualified to win a Panasonic Whisper. You got it. All right. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the House. house. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.